0: Welcome to the Pause, Rhyme, Play podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in with us on another great week. Uh, as you can tell from the title of this one, this is uh, Josh's favorite. Is it your favorite? No, no, the I'm list. Gonna... Sorry, I
1: the last do love one's your favorite. <sighs> yes, the top ten is my favorite.
0: But goodness not... gracious, I, I think I, yeah. Welcome back to the Pause, <laughs> Ryan Play podcast. Um, we're here. We're talking Oscars this week, as you can tell from the title of the Josh's episode. Favorite
2: epi- oh. Josh's favorite episode. Josh's
0: favorite episode. Not again. <laughs> he watched all the Shrek films, though, to start it out.
3: Just don't want to We're just going <laughs> to get a big
0: ignore. I actually
2: it. have a friend. Uh, I, sh- I can't remember who it was. Somebody said, oh, it was Tyler. Shout out, Tyler. Um, he sent me a link to a rave taking place somewhere in Utah Valley that is hundred percent Shrek themed. I saw that. What? I was like, I am not sharing this with Casey. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are.
0: This is the greatest thing I've heard of all week. Uh yeah, no, uh no one no one has watched a Shrek film in the recent history. However, we're here to talk Oscars. Um this year, um just so you guys know, we're we did we're doing the same as we did last year. We're creating a community ballot. Each of us have our own uh, recommendations already or guesses right and, but we're gonna make a team ballot go team PRP we're
2: gonna argue it out on who should be where Ooh. and who we think would win and all that junk what if it gets heated yeah. it probably will
1: for some things cause I think I have some like takes that I feel kind of strongly about like and I'll I'll do my best to separate the wants from the like what I think will actually happen okay right? cause I have a few wants that are like strong wants and I don't know, so
0: we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Do you want to do a, a uh, quick? I
1: do want to been do been a quick
0: recap though. What we've been watching, and I want to start out with Josh. Yeah, good idea. Oh,
2: <laughs> I did that on purpose. I'm like, no, over there, over there, please, because I didn't prep for this part. I have to think of what I've been watching.
1: Well, it's pretty easy for me because I haven't actually been watching that much. Um, I've been playing a little more video games recently, not a lot, but. Um, if any of you guys play Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare 2 game just released um, a few weeks ago, they have like a ranked system for multiplayer. So you play and there's like these different game modes and it's a lot more competitive and you can go up and down the ranks. And me and my uh, buddy Ryan from work, we've been playing a lot of that. So working up the ranks, working up the ranks. I'm mm. in gold, so don't be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've been doing a lot of that. But so I haven't been watching too much and I've kind of been in between shows trying to figure out what to watch. Tried to watch a couple things to get ready for this as well, but mostly I've just been on the rewatch of Better Call Saul.
2: Oh, nice. Starting from scratch, huh? Starting from
1: scratch. I'm, and I'm kind of... Cause I haven't like, cause each night I'm like, should I start this that I want to start or do this or blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I want to watch the last of us, but it's only once a week. And then it'll be Ted Lasso.
2: I want to watch, but it's also only once a week. And so I'm so happy we're back to once a week. I am. I didn't think I was at first, like, Same. like I was all about the binge mode, but I am having so much fun with this last of us every week to week thing. Like we've had people over Every single week, except for this last one, because everyone was out of town. I've had people at my house. We haven't done that in years, like yeah. watch parties. It's so nice to be able to do that again. Yeah. I. It's actually fun. Also love it.
0: Yeah. I just want to say you can come over to my house and watch anytime. We live. We live seven hundred and forty steps away from each other. Count. Really? Uh, really? No, <laughs> it's, it's actually more like. 3,000 or something. I don't, I don't know. know <laughs> I thought channel. you, like, really know. No, my pedometer it's knows. It's pretty close, but... Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, but, yeah,
1: so, I do, like, I'm pretty sure we even have, like, a reel up on YouTube and stuff, how I'm talking about how I don't really love the week-to-week, and I almost didn't like it, but Last of Us, it was okay. Yeah, I'm actually kind of into it, and, like, there's still part of me that doesn't like it, and there's still part of me that, like, like... So, obviously, you guys know I love Stranger Things, and if Stranger Things Season 5 comes out, and they're like, it's going to be week to week, I'll be like, no, <laughs> that's the one you. this want is it. a binge show, <laughs> I love binging Stranger Things. <laughs> like, you know, I had to wait when Season 4 came out, because I was in Texas with a friend, and when I came back, I was like, yes, it's time, and I watched them, I tried to space it out, because I loved it so much, uh-huh. but I... That shit was gone. (laughs) Yeah, in and and
2: out. Well, that's the problem, though. It's like it's in and out so fast. Like it's out of the conversation. Like the next week. And how long we've been talking about the week of the the last of us, the week of us, the last of us? Like seven (laughs) weeks now, no, almost nine weeks. Yeah. So every
1: week, and it's so fun, and it's so good, and obviously, like I am not gonna talk about that because we'll talk about the last Mm -hmm. of us, but just it's still amazing, and they're finally making it to. Salt Lake City.
2: (laughs) Yes, they're doing it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that yeah. So mostly just um, Better Call Saul,
2: and this is the I think. Oh, that's I was going to ask you real quick. Are you going to watch all Better Call Saul and then Breaking Bad? Yes.
1: Okay. That's that's the plan for like a rewatch.
2: Really quick for for this
0: for my own benefit. Mm -hmm. Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul is technically a prequel to Breaking Bad, correct? For the most part, yeah. Okay. There's def. There's.
1: they bring in small chunks, and obviously, as you get more towards the end, larger chunks of post Breaking Bad okay. and stuff. So you can kind of see the fallout. But yes, the main story and the characters and everything are all pre pre Breaking Bad, and a lot of them tie into Breaking Bad in so many ways, which is super fun.
0: Perfect. That's and, all I wanted to know. I didn't so yeah, know.
1: so I watched it like through once when I think like season there was like. I think the fourth or fifth season was on TV. That was the first time I watched it, and I watched it all the way through. And then when the last season came out, I rewatched everything before it came out, and I watched it. So this will be like my third time going through it, and it's just so good, man. Mm -hmm. It's so, the characters, all of their stories, and like the things that you know, but you see from this, and like knowing things that they do in the future that are caused by the events you're watching now, like it's so good. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I love it. And I'm like, I'll I'll never pick one because, like, people debate and they go crazy about it. But, like, Breaking Better Call Saul is, like, right there for Breaking Bad with me. Like, some people, like, a lot of, like, critics will be like, oh, it's better. And then a lot of regular people will be like, nothing passes Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, don't make me pick between my <laughs> children, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're just amazing. So that's me. I've awesome. been on the rewatch of Better Call Saul along with that and... You already know if you listened to our episode last week. I'm just ready for Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Is that yes. This week? Uh, uh, next, Wednesday.
0: next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. March 15th. Coming up. Coming up. Well, I do want to say that um, I finally got my wife to watch Ted Lasso. Yes. And it's a success. She loves it. I yes. Knew she would. Everybody
1: does. I say, so, if
2: sorry. she didn't
0: love it, that would, I would be like,
1: I might not have a sister anymore. <laughs> Whoa.
2: Whoa. That's just deep.
0: Um that cuts deep. No. Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh. I forgot how much I enjoy that show. So I didn't finish season two on purpose because I wanted to go back and watch it with Ali. So I watched the first two episodes and I was like, hey, that's what needs to happen. And we watched it finally and it was great. And I would recommend it. We're going back, re-watching all the Marvel films as well, just really quickly, just in order of Where, yeah, when no. it came out. So we just finished Iron Man, and we went to Thor, then Captain America. We missed something. I can't remember. I'm missing something Iron in Man there. Iron Man Two. Yeah, Iron Man Two, the one with the guy with whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. that. Those are
2: actually Whiplash. that's
0: really cool tech. Actually, like when you think about it, you're like, wow, that's rad. Yeah. So yeah,
2: a lot of fun lately. I want my bird. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Literally the greatest. Can most get him the bird. <laughs>
0: repeatable line. Um, so it's it's just you know what it is. Awesome. What have you been watching, Vince?
2: What have you been watching? So much Star Wars. So much Star Wars, guys. How so much Star Wars? To start the new Mandalorian yeah, season. Yeah, uh, we're two weeks into Mando, right? Uh, Bad Batch has been going on for a while now, and it's, it's a great season. Um, the last, like, three or four episodes have been so good. Like, there was a whole, there's a two-episode arc about the rise of the Stormtroopers, Uh, The stormtroopers replacing the clone troopers in this is all an animation right? It's a it takes place in the Senate So there's like politics going on there's a plot to like assassinate a senator so that's going on and then basically it's just like the way that The Senate gets manipulated into retiring all the clones so that the Emperor can bring in regular people Into into his army basically and brainwash these people. It's really really good episode art So what happened to all the clones? They're into forced retirement, and one of the senators is just like, "Well, what are you gonna do? if These people are people," and everyone's like, "No, those people are tools. They're nothing." So it's like this, like really big, like racism arc two going on. Like, are clones like real people because they all have personalities, but do they have souls because they were grown? So like, some people view them as like lesser. Like I said, like tools, and like mm. that's this whole season is kind of about that of just like what do you do with these clones that you grew literally to fight when you don't want when there's no war for them to fight anymore and so like one of these senators is like fighting for clone rights and a retirement plan for them and a lot of the clones are just like going through this like self doubt of just like what do i do i'm i was born to fight you know i've been alive for this many years and i don't know anything else so what am i supposed to do other than this it's really really good guys for a kids cartoon it gets pretty deep <laughs> and then like the last couple episodes um, have just been like character um, explorations of the characters a little bit more and they've just been great. Um, not this week's, but last week's episode was a straight up horror, like alien homage. It was great. See, it love. was so good. Shows that do that, that'll just like have episodes that are mixed in with different genres. Mm-hmm. And this Which. one like really just felt like alien. Like they go and investigate a uh, crashed ship and there's just like everything's destroyed. Everyone's dead on the inside. There's a, there's an alien like crawling around trying to kill him. Like it's a straight right. up alien homage. It's that great. Cool. It's like you watch it's this. So I'm just like, give me this in live action. It would be so good. It's in the, in the Star Wars universe. So that's been great. Mando also really good. I did not really like the first episode, and I, I heard was heard that from a lot of people. Really bummed after that first week. I was just like, oh no, maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna check out a Mando here because I'm pretty like Boba Fett was bad. The best episodes were the Mando episodes and Boba Fett episode two was fantastic. It was so good. So That's I good. am back in on the Star Wars train. <laughs> Give me all that Star Wars. And on that note. Oh my gosh, he prepared something. I thought you were going to like Happy baby day Ah, For
3: real (laughs) Happy having a baby I
0: don't know how you say that Dude thank you
2: You're welcome I'm hoping that makes the nights a little better
0: Oh my gosh That is so (laughs) sick It's amazing I'm so excited I can't
2: tell you how many times That sat on my desk I was just like I could just build it it once Before I give it to him (laughs) Don't open it So
0: so there's a secret way to open these That you can easily resell them So if you're ever
2: gifting these
0: (laughs) Just take a hot Knife off the back up here,
2: but are they in little baggies on the inside? Yeah, no one's gonna know.
0: actually <laughs> pour it out. The way they like... do now is they design it so there's bag one, bag two, bag three. Like oh, cool. when you and I were kids, they just came in like this oh, yeah, bag, yeah, like you just all, like pour it out. You pour it, it so out, nice. so now they're like, build it through this phase, then build it through that phase. Thank you, Smart. man,
2: make it easier I, and easier.
0: I appreciate this so much, yeah,
2: yeah, you're welcome. And then, uh, once. Once the baby gets old enough, you can do it again with him. Yeah, Do it Do it while you're stuck at home, and then do it again once he knows how to not eat the Legos. Dude, or stick it up his nose. So Perfect. game.
0: So game. I actually, uh, so funny thing, guys. Thank you, Vince. I'm going to put you're this welcome. down here out of the way. Um, I've been looking into how to actually build, like, so they have these, like, flat print type things that you can make that are designs. It's kind of like your sister does these, like, where they stick to make art type thing. Lego has a version of this where you stick a bunch of stuff on it, but Lego has this version where you can make logos or designs and stuff like that. And I'm in the creator studio trying to figure out how to make it so I could put the PRP. logo. Oh, that's cool. And I think in that the, would be a lot of fun. So I'm I hoping like that, that I can very do cool. that. And, and then I'll build it
3: and
2: bring up. That reminds me, I forgot to bring down the sub count. Do we, we got more subs though. Yeah, actually like four twelve. I think.
0: Yeah, we're, we're up. Thank you. One and all to everyone for,
1: uh, I
2: mean, I need
0: eight people
1: to subscribe before our next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Eight subscribers. We need eight subscribers. No, we got 412. Yeah, so things are going great. Just thank you for everyone who's subscribing, yeah. watching, and going through yeah. things. Um, really quickly, uh, I'm going to take a step back. You're talking about, like, uh, do clones uh, do clones have a purpose, a reason, an existence, and a soul, right? Essentially, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Foundation, a series by Apple oh, yeah. TV+, Plus, deals so much with that, actually. So I've been training to do a big cycling event later in the year. Mm-hmm. And I watched Foundation because it was like an hour long, right? Episodes. But there's like a huge section of this first season where they're dealing with like what actually is a purpose, a soul, and all of this of you know because isn't
2: one character like the same guy just at a different age or something so
0: there are three of them so there's there's the like the, young, like a, the morning age. the day and like the evening type yeah. thing you can't remember i got a few exactly. episodes into it yeah so they're actually like super interesting super fantastic but they're kind of talking about like does a soul exist and how does it work and stuff like that and so very fascinating just cool. wanted to call that out like if you haven't watched foundation on apple tv plus watch it apple tv plus sponsor us but anyhow <laughs> it's uh it's just a really quality series <laughs> And I've actually wanted to watch The Bad Batch and I think you kinda gave me some incentive to it's, I
2: mean there it's it's like Clone Wars. There's filler yeah. episodes that are definitely for kids, but they they're still fun. And the art style in the show just keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah. Like like this last episode. Sorry you got me talking about it again. Oh, this good. last episode all, takes place on an ice planet and it's some of the most beautiful animation of like snow and blizzards and mountain ranges that I've seen in a long time. Like there are art style just to it's getting so good for those those cartoons like
1: i love like when you can awesome just those amazing shots of stuff like that i love it i love animated ones i love live action ones which we probably need to to end our what we've been watching and i'm not going to talk too much about it because we'll do an episode on it but like there's always at least one shot now in every single last of us episode where i'm just like oh my gosh that's gorgeous yeah yeah like this this most recent one it was just like through like the trees and stuff when
2: yeah, yeah, I know that exactly what I'm talking about. And the we're one
1: before was when they're like on the horse going out. There's just like a shot every single time where you're just like
2: got major like revenant vibes in that yeah, shot. Oh, yeah. Revenant vibes. Oh yeah,
1: the revenant. Yes. But yeah,
0: no, definitely. So, we so are, much. We love the revenant. No. Uh, should we get into the meat of this cuz this is a big episode naturally? We should probably get into the 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 spices
1: of it first. Why is it I, so spicy? I, or do you... <laughs> I
2: love love that clip. I, oh, no, I,
1: I always say that as well. Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> we should get into the spicy first. And by that, I meant you said the meat and potatoes. I think maybe, and if we can, if you guys want to do this differently, that's fine. Maybe we go through oh, like the the outer categories first. That the ones that That's good. Are we what talking? We'll I know. either don't know really hardly anything about, or just have like. I don't know the
0: vaguest ideas. Of so. course, of oh, course. I forgot
2: to mark the couple here. So
0: Vince has got to mark a few, but but no, um, we can start. Go, go ahead, Where Josh. Want to start? Which is the which well, is the, I don't know. So outlier, uh, you want to start? I got this here. Right here. here. Yeah, all. if
1: you do, you want to put this here so I can because I have them all, but they're probably in different orders and stuff. So
0: just being
1: picky. Yeah, let's do. Those are all kind of pretty good. Let's start with. Sorry, I just want to make sure that we can like track it and stuff. Um, let's do. For this, let's do let's do um, the bottom two rows. How about that? So we'll uh, start on, with, not that this is like an outlier, but let's do... Oh, top one. Oh, no, yeah. Let's do this one first, actually. Let's do the bottom row and then go from there. So we're going to start with um, best animated short, live action short, sound, and visual effects. Deal. Cool? So I had a few of these on my list, animated short and... So let's just do animated short. I had a few of these on my list to watch, and I only ended up watching uh,
2: The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. That I saw two. I, I saw that one, and I also watched My Ear of Dicks.
3: <laughs>
2: That's the name, <laughs> okay? Don't you look know at us. You, no, you, exactly. you see that one, you're like, I need to know what that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, I did see something about this. This is on... Um...
1: It's on Hulu. Yes, okay. And uh, if you want to watch uh, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, it's on Apple TV+.
0: Right? Plus. Yep, yep. It's excellent. I did watch that.
2: Um... I would probably. I have it on mine. I gave it to the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Um, but I did like my year of dicks better. My year of dicks is it's pretty good. I didn't love the animation on it, but I thought the story was more like I like it was more compelling, more entertaining. It's about a teenage girl trying to lose her virginity and all the guys that she like. So she is going for for dick. yeah but she's also like meeting dicks like like the guys are dicks so it's kind of like a double entendre or whatever you call it it was really good it was entertaining it's only like half hour long i liked it a lot boy the mole the fox and the horse is beautiful though yes like the animation in it is so pretty but man do they speak in cliches and it's just kind of is a little slow apparently it was uh it's based on a kid's story it's, so they just animated a kid's story. So after I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. yeah. But I, I would vote Boy the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse because I don't know they need the other ones. And Yeah. Let's vote and it. And this was one of the ones, so I also, I don't know, you can call it this if you want. Like,
1: I kind of cheated. I looked up, like, like betting lines for, like, oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of these to, like, kind of see, like, what might be in the lead. And there are, there's a ton of close races. So, like, even if I saw one that, like, is in the lead, there's no, there's a lot. There's no to start way to know. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. So... And these are some of the ones, some of the only ones that I didn't see and didn't look up. So I say we do it. Did you mark it already?
0: For your, what do you call it? Information, recommendation, awareness. Sure. We've chosen for best short animated The Boy, The Mole, okay. The Fox, and, and The Horse.
1: And obviously these are all nominated for Oscars, so I feel bad leaving them out. The other ones that we did mention oh, are The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, and An Ostrich Told Me The World Is Fake, and I. Something I don't know. And I, I think I believe, I believe it. it. I want to. I
2: want to read that one. Oh, here I that got one, one does also sound interesting as well. Oh, you got an extra one. Nice. Yeah, this is that'll my, help because I have my marked my on here. But then personal we can. like checklist is what that one is. Uh, <laughs> all see. the movies I've seen. Very nice. Should we do best short live action? Yes, I've seen none of them. I watched le, right. pupille. Le, 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 le Pupille. Le, 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 <laughs> le, le. Translation The Pupil. I watched that one right before you guys got here while and I was it, eating. Was it, good? it was really good. Um, it's about uh, an orphanage in Italy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the exact time period. Back in the day during the wars and stuff, I think like during World War II or something, I'm going kind to of look like a real idiot if I got that wrong. <laughs> and the, the very fact that I don't know which war it was. Anyway, <laughs> it's about this little, this Catholic orphanage and these little girls in the, yeah, there. Um, the whole story is based on a letter. And they, they just like turned the, like the story, letter. like a real letter. Yeah, that, so they turned the story of what happened into this short, short uh, live action film. And at the end, even at the end of the story, there's like, so what they start to sing all the little orphans and the songs like, so what's the moral of the story? We don't know, kind of a thing. <laughs> so it's just kind of an entertaining 30 minutes of like these orphanages or orphans hmm. um, in this Catholic church. And I, I recommend it. I liked it. It's the only one I saw. So I marked it as that one. I say, unless you've seen one, Casey, that we vote for it then. I
0: feel like I actually started watching Les Pupils.
2: Is that how you say it? I don't even know. I don't speak Italian. Italian. I love that language. If I were to learn it, I'd be um, there. The other movies, you want to read those off?
0: Yeah, the other movies are An Irish Goodbye, Luvalu, Lu, Lu, Lu,
3: <laughs> Night
0: Ride, The Red Suitcase, and <laughs> Le Pupil. So we chose Le <laughs> Pupil for Best Short Live Action. Excellent. Cool. Well, just so we don't forget it, I'll start the next one. So we have Best
1: Sound next, and the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. So I've seen all of these but one,
0: and I have thoughts.
1: Um, so we got to think about sound, right, and the way that they design it and the way that they make it sound good and do all this stuff like that. There's one, so a lot of these obviously are good for that.
2: <laughs> Shh, Bernie, no. Oh, sounds like Paige oh. you just got home.
1: <laughs> There's like a lot of these that obviously these are the five nominees and all that do it a lot, but when you come to think of it, and from what I've seen, uh, what a lot of people tend to say is that <laughs> we can. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we're
3: sorry. good. <laughs>
1: you're good you're totally we all have dogs it's all fine but our dogs okay go what our dogs um from what i've seen a lot of people talking about and everything like there's a lot of good things but this is one where it's basically like they they made top gun maverick to be like this incredible movie and all this stuff blah 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 this movie is made to win a a sound oscar right like with and i still haven't seen it but just knowing that the jets and this and the, that, those like beach scenes and it just it's made to like get that kind of nomination so that's my mm-hmm. vote and my thoughts on it you can like i said i'm up for debate but we probably gotta i'm just gonna go describe, a little faster. i'm just gonna
2: describe pace. one scene oh no in the batman when that batmobile shows up and he walks out into the street and you just hear that,
3: that that's like, oh yeah like that's that. a great scene. okay
1: and like and i'm thinking a little more about like just the whole intro sequence to the batman and a lot of that does have to do with the score and the music but just like how it's like it feels the movie
2: feels so ominous right the, the sound really does match the tone of the movie they set with the cinematography and everything else so I so that's what I have on mine. I I did the Batman. I'm a little biased towards the Batman because it's my like <laughs> a comic book movie, and I want comic book movies just to win everything. But
0: I went for Top Gun Maverick. Oh,
2: okay, Let's give it Top Gun. <laughs> it probably will be. Like honestly, like you said, it's we'll made see. for that. You know, it's a freaking jet movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we went Top Gun Maverick.
1: It really got our jets going. Uh, do You want to read Let's off the see. visual effects ones, Vince?
2: Best visual effects, all quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. All right, Avatar The Way of Water. Avatar The Way of Water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Easy enough. Like we've talked about in our entire episode about Avatar The
1: Way of Water, it's the movie that comes along (laughs) and it shows you wow, look how far we've come. Look at all of the things that are currently capable in the world of. Animation effects. and
0: visual effects yep. into a, a live-action film.
2: It's the Dune of last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the Dune of the water. Instead of on a dry planet, you're in a wet, yeah, wet it's kind of the opposite. Wet it? underwater yeah. paradise. All right, let's do best production design. Best production
1: design. We have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, Babylon,
2: Elvis, and The Fabelmans. Vince, what are your thoughts? Um. All these movies are fantastic. All of them, like, I think of Babylon, and I think of, like, how well that really does put you I in that time period.
1: I watched Babylon.
2: So yeah. it's really, really hard for me to decide between Babylon and All Quiet on the Western Front, because All Quiet on the Western Front also did an amazing job of putting you in the freaking foxholes, you know, of that war. Um, so I put All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm leaning toward Babylon as well. I put... but
1: babylon if that like helps like us decide but all quiet on the western front is definitely my second i know that a lot of people talk about elvis and i haven't seen it and i still just have no desire to see it so i i can't really speak to it a lot but i know that a lot of people have talked about how that is like also one of the ones that's like kind of up there as more a little more and then avatar the way of water like i understand why it's there but i don't think like production design Yes, obviously, it's one of the five movies that got nominated for this, and there's there's so much that goes into making a, a lot, like obviously there was a lot that ended up being CGI'd in and whatnot, but still, what they did make was it had to be incredible and put so much time and effort. And so,
2: mm-hmm. for some reason, for me though, I I just visual effects does not mean the same thing as production design for me. Like, I don't know why there's well, no, like this disconnect. Exactly. I want real tangible, you know?
1: Well, and that's like what I believe it's
2: supposed to be, right? Like okay. the production design is, so that's Something just like kind of what set, I was saying right?
1: is like, they had to build X amount, but then the, but rest, the rest of it's like CGI. In. And so, yeah. And so that's where I think that all quiet on the Western front. Well, here's the thing. All quiet on the Western front was also nominated for best visual effects because they did these ginormous, like yeah, wars and all sequences. this stuff. And, like from uh, from YouTube videos I've watched and whatnot, they have like there's these enormous battle scenes or these enormous scenes where they're they're talking to the soldiers and whatnot, and like the real shot, there's like ten people there, oh, and right. there's like even though in the shot there's like so many and uh-huh. it's crazy and stuff, but I'd lean towards Babylon. But Casey,
2: you're the you're the deciding factor. Babylon. Yeah, I'd want Babylon too. All right. That's good to know. After after this conversation, my day of Oscars list might change up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to read off best original song, Vince? Oh, best original song, guys. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Natu Natu from (laughs) RRR. And this is a life from Everything Everywhere All at Once.
1: All right. This is my first one where I kind of split, right? My personal want one that's on my playlists this is a life from everything everywhere all at once the one that's going to win though not, not, to, not to not to dude yep. it's so good it like, is so that cool. whole and, and sequence I love with it. that song is so good and i haven't even seen the movie and i have that song saved okay. in my Spotify. so,
0: you guys need to so, watch so watch i watched like it's 10 minutes movie. of it on youtube just so you know and i was like wow
2: it's, to watch. You would like Isn't it. Is it like three hours long? It's like three hours long. I watched it while I rode my Peloton, but man, did I love it. You like, rode your
0: Peloton for three hours straight? No, like I'd watch it in chunks.
2: Oh, I was <laughs> I like... <wanted laughs> That's a long time to be on a bike.
0: You were really into that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I watched part of it on uh, just a
2: quick clip on... Uh, you would love it. Honestly, you would love it.
0: Okay, I'm going to watch it. That's my commitment it's to all story of story about
2: friendship. It's a, pretty much a superhero movie. It's It's, it's like a huge, like, yeah. So, anyway, we can move on. I'm here not for to, it. To.
0: Best original score, All Quiet on the Western Front by Volker Bertelman, Babylon by Justin Hurwitz, The Banshees of Ischinaran. In Sharon, In-sharon, thank Sorry, you. Sorry, I've learned how Carter, to say it. Yeah. Isharin. In Isharin. by yeah. Carter Burwell, Everywhere Everything All at Once, Sun Lux, and The Fablemans by John
2: Williams. So, this is an easy one for me, too, Babylon. Babylon's, that song is the one they use for the trailer. Is just like embedded in my brain. Yes. I haven't seen that heard that song in weeks and weeks, but it is still in here. I can't remember any of the other soundtracks. Or scores, sorry. So I love everything every all at
1: once. It's my personal pick, but I agree that Babylon I think is the winner. Like from what I've heard, there's like a few that are definitely up there. But I think that Babylon's the front runner, if I remember the odds and everything correctly. And and I did enjoy it as well. Like, it's, like, you know,
2: I love Everything Everywhere. My number one movie. I have songs from it all over my Spotify and whatnot, but that it's moving. First um, 30-minute sequence, that music through that. Yes. Just the brass (laughs) and everything. It's just, like, it's a party. Orgy. (laughs) And and I
0: voted for the Banshees of Inisharion, but I'm going to go with you guys on Babylon. I
1: did love the Banshees. Like, obviously, there's a reason Banshees of Inisharion is here. So moving, it fits the mood of the movie, everything that goes on with it. Yeah, Incredible. Best makeup and hairstyling. We have All Quiet on the Western Front. The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, The Whale. Comes down to two for me. What do you guys think?
2: You know what I'm voting. I've already, I've already voiced my Z- opinion. The Batman. That Penguin. Colin Farrell is He did not look like Colin Farrell at yeah. all. And that's what's crazy is we've seen two
0: movies last year from Colin Farrell where he looks 110% different. What's the other one? Uh, the
2: Banshees of Inish Aaron. I still recognize him though, compared to Penguin. No, I no, I no. I'm meaning re- like,
0: oh. as in like he was just like, like a, unrecognizable a, in one, and we're like, oh, that's who Colin Farrell is. Oh, I'm just meaning like oh, gotcha, gotcha. he was 180 degrees difference. Miss him, miss so him. you're all good. I I might not have explained it very well, but
2: I so I know. vote Batman. Um, again, a little biased, but nobody that knew that was Colin Farrell that I talked to about the movie. Like every time I brought up that was Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell. they're like, what? When did he? When was he in that? The yeah. Batman was definitely my second one, my number one, and the one
1: that I think will win, but obviously we don't know, the whale. It is
2: oh. very good. Yeah. Like, for half a second, I was like, did Brendan Fraser really get that fat? <laughs> like, for a role? You're like,
1: like, yeah. He, he does commit to roles. Well, and think about it. So you think makeup and hairstyling, and that doesn't, like, it includes the costumes and everything that kind of, or sorry, not costumes. Uh, just making all of that look like that. But, okay, sorry, never mind. I actually am thinking of costumes, and that's a, a Separate category, right?
0: Yeah, so makeup and hairstyling. Uh, What are we going with?
1: Yeah, so it should be somewhere else. Sorry. I was just thinking about while we're on the topic, because I don't think it's in there. It's not. So I'll just mention it really quick. So this isn't technically as part of that, but just. How they made him look and everything was truly insane and incredible. But like, I watched some YouTube videos about everything that went into that, and that was like a real whole like suit thing that they had to make him. And so there's like coolers in there and all of oh, this. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, that'd be hot. Yeah. So there's like all of these like stuff and it's, that had to go it into is, it. Like, did you guys see it? No. Um, I watched like um, I watched like a YouTube reaction to it. Okay. Someone watching it because I wanted to like see it kind of and know what it was about without. Like, I didn't, I wasn't as committed
2: that I rented it right? But so I kind of watched it's it. It's believable. There's scenes, like, without his shirt on and stuff that it's just, like, this oh. looks like a real body, and, like, the way that it, they just did it to his face and everything, even down to his, like, little tiny hairs on top, like, yeah. it, it is really, really good. I'm fine with,
1: so I, I obviously think the whale will win, but Batman is also right there for me, so either one, I'm, like, this is the one that I want to fight on, right? Like, I'm, like, I'll accept the Batman if you <laughs>
0: so i actually was gonna go with black panther wakanda forever on this one Yeah, i, that's, that's I also actually fair. really liked the costuming on it i felt like it was really cool because like within the world of the black panther especially within wakanda right there's so many textures and layers of folks and people there mm-hmm. and they do such a good job with it however i would go with batman to be honest with you
2: let's do it i do have to call out uh uh i just forgot oh. her name um angela, Bassett. angela bassett's Always got some freaking awesome yes. hair.
0: Angela Bassett. Boston. English. Do you guys just want
1: to do costume design really quick? Since yeah, yeah. Kind on the subject. So costume design, we have Babylon, Mary Zofras, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ruth Carter, Elvis, Catherine Martin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Shirley Kurata, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, Jenny beven
0: So for costume design, I, I kind of want to argue for Everything Everywhere All at Once on this one. And it's not to appease you, but when I finally saw this, I was like,
2: "Stephanie Sue's, yeah,
0: Stephanie that's Sue,
2: so good.
1: yes." And so here is the thing: I obviously love everything. Ever all at once, and this might be one of the only ones where I
2: go against it, not because, cause I, hmm. uh, did, I think it you could me, win. Did you see the the dad's freaking robot wheelchair? P old PC like <laughs> mech suit. Come on! <laughs> 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 all right, uh, I'm just kidding. That's not what I have.
1: All everything time. everywhere. <laughs> Okay, well,
2: do you have, let's see, I think,
1: so everything everywhere, okay, actually, just kidding, this is really tough, everything everywhere, there's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and you have Babylon. Yeah. That's what I put on was Babylon, but. I think I put, on mine, I put Black Panther.
0: You two rock, paper, scissors.
1: No, I do Black
2: Panther, I'd be fine with Black Panther on it. Yeah. Because that's what you said, right, Casey? St- yeah. That's and I, anyway, yeah, so. you know, spoilers, but I'd have a few more Everything Everywhere's later on the list. So.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Let them have it.
2: It won't be. Black Panther really was. I mean, they, like you said, they had both cultures. They had the, the Wakanda costuming and they had the Talakon. Tele- Is that how you say it? I can't or, remember the name of like them. Like the Mayan stuff. Oh, yeah, Talakan stuff. Yeah. Like that, they, they had some oh. awesome stuff. Yeah.
0: We, we haven't even started talking about that. That underwater, like the way they build all those costumes, like, I can't imagine. So. Yeah, good call. Good call. Black Panther. Then? Yeah, Black Panther. Okay. VP. Okay, All right. Uh, what did s- you
2: give to best hair and makeup then? Uh, we did we the did Batman. The Batman. Okay.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is so happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best international Some, feature film.
2: Sorry. No, nah, it was just—it's a tangent. We don't need to go. Oh.
0: <laughs> best international feature film. All Quiet on the Western Front. Germany. Argentina. Nineteen eighty-five. Argentina. Ice. Oh, sorry. Close. Uh, close. Belgium. E. O. Poland. The Quiet Girl. Ireland. This is an easy one, right? So it's
1: an easy one. It's tough because you feel bad for a film like um, Argentina, nineteen eighty five. I haven't watched it, but the internet loves it. Really? They rave about it. Like I see, every, I see a lot about it on Twitter, and it really is just like an incredible movie. But you have, it's like, it's like if it came out in the same year Parasite came out. Yeah. You just, you just don't have a chance. Still. A movie that's nominated for Best Picture. And it's like like you wish there was some kind of like rule that's like if you get a best picture nomination, then yeah, you're not something. in the international feature film category. Because it, it's like we're getting to that point, right? Where, yeah, obviously there's only one this year. And I don't think there were any last year. And the year before, I think maybe there was one where an international f- feature film breaks into the best picture category. And so maybe some changes will be on the horizon. But for now, like it's very obvious one of these films got nominated for the best picture of the year across so, the entire world. And none of the rest did.
2: Yep.
0: All Quiet on the Western Front, Germany, for Best International Feature Film. Should we just keep um, like going up? Should we do Best Film Editing? Yeah. All right, Best Film Editing, The Banshees of Inisharan, Michael E.G. Nielsen, Elvis, Matt Vila, and Jonathan Redmond, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Paul Rogers, Tar, Monica Will, and Top Gun Maverick, Eddie Hamilton. This one's one of the easiest for me.
2: Maverick? No. Really? Everything everywhere all at once. Everything everywhere all at See, once. See, I'm I'm the back e- and forth on it.
1: The editing for me, the editing is what kind of is part of what takes that film to the next level, right? The editing all of the cuts they do with the mm-hmm. sequences when they have all the montages of all the different worlds and stuff like that when they cut between scenes while they're fighting and mm-hmm. everything like that, they're so crisp and clean and it makes you go, "Ooh." Uh, editing in my and oh. I this is one, like, maybe I'll fight for, but, like, I'll, I'll listen to Reason. This is one that I'm, like, this is where everything, ever all at once, like, along with the acting and so many things, this is where it truly shined. And I think it deserves it all the
2: way. Oh, yeah. it It really does just, like, seamlessly blend multiverse together. Easy. But Maverick is all editing it's a bunch of jets flying around and then they took a bunch of footage and and went and made a movie <laughs> out of it you know like it's literally without good editing you wouldn't be able to tell what the crap is going on in the air like it's it it, True. it it did very very good in telling that story and keeping you in the cockpits but also understanding what's going on around the the jets and everything so i i put maverick on it i'm i go back and forth this is another one that's just so hard <laughs> for me that i'm just like i don't know but we're gonna keep doing this. We'll say yeah. so than Casey's,
1: <laughs> Casey's like Casey's the dividing factor, uh, deciding factor.
2: Casey's that the Pedro <laughs> Pascal looking back
0: at Nicholas Cage. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is the best the best uh, gif on the internet right now or whatever meme whatever you call them
0: I think I sent Josh like five of them in one day he's like you <laughs> yes. really like this when time? I saw
1: you made that I was happy because I loved it so much but I I showed it to, I think I sent it to Kate first and I was like this is Casey's new favorite meme format. he sent me like 20 of these <laughs>
0: I chose Top Gun Maverick. All right. So, uh, so you want to fight this one? So uh, Hold on. I
1: will not fight this one. Mm. I, As, this is like what we think is going to happen.
0: Here's why. Hold on here. Yeah, yeah, let's hear right. Let me give you my why. We should start with why. First off, I went to a movie theater. I watched Top Gun Maverick okay. in this the movie also, theater. To be fair, I did this. I was sitting in the movie theater in the center of the theater. Wow. What a movie. It's time like, to say. No, for (laughs) real though, the experience was like watching jets. It was good, and the cutting and the editing was so good. So, if you would like to, I hand the sharpie to you to argue your point for everything ever all at once. If
1: I went to the movie theater to see Top Gun: Maverick, I would be able to definitively mark it. Yes, right. I cannot, but I will like. Give
2: me this. (laughs) For uh, viewers. Put a little
1: asterisk saying, (laughs) talk to me on Sunday. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) talk so maverick? Maverick, revisit maverick wins yeah, right there with the you.
2: maverick, right there with you, maverick. Like
3: but talk to, to me on <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's what we deserve
2: <laughs> we need to get shorter sleeves yeah, to show off sorry. those big old arnold biceps we got
3: Been picking up this baby <laughs> all right
2: documentary
1: short we have the elephant whisperers haul out how do you measure a year the
2: martha mitchell effect and stranger at the gate so I watched half of one of these and it was boring. <laughs> it is a
0: documentary.
2: Yeah, I can I can usually get into some okay, documentaries, but, but I love was... documentaries.
0: By the way, I'm just saying like they're hard for some people to get into. Yeah. Not questioning this one anyone. was
2: not one I was interested in. It was the the Martha Mitchell effect about Nixon and everything. And I even put it on while I was riding the bike and found myself just browsing Instagram the whole time. Like I couldn't, it could not suck me in. So.
1: I feel bad because there are a lot of times, uh, there, there are so many amazing documentaries and usually I love Oscar season because it gives me a chance to, you know, kind of get a little list. What, what were the best documentaries of the year and check a few out and I sadly just, just with a lot of stuff going on, I didn't end up getting to any of them this year, which I feel sad about, but I feel like I'll get to them eventually, especially if they're good. Um, I didn't make any notes about the short subject one. I don't think I found anything about it. I only made notes about the longer one, about okay. like, the odds that I found.
2: Okay. Well, I just marked, marked Martha Mitchell effect because it's the only one I have any reference for. But if if really, you thought it was boring, though, then yeah, exactly, maybe I we really do no the elephant whisperers. I also heard that. I was thinking, okay, never <laughs> how do you measure a year? How do you measure a
1: year? Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Sorry. Like, people are going to see this and be like, these guys. These call un- watch a lot yes. of TV, guys. These
2: uneducated swine. <laughs> we are so dumb. Can't even watch a good documentary.
0: What about the best documentary feature, though? We have All That Breathes, All The Beauty in the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, The House of Ma- the house Made of Splinters, and Navin Navalny. Nava- Nava- N- N- Navalny. Oh, wait. That's the one you were telling me about. Okay. I would vote for that one. You might I heard Navalny is so like the frontrunner. I loved Navalny.
2: Like, that one was good. It's done. the one
1: that I heard is the frontrunner, and it's one that I think I also heard somewhere else as well. Like... That's like if I'm gonna watch one of these documentaries, that's the one I heard about.
2: Yeah, so I watched that one, Fire of Love and All That Breathes. All That Breathes is interesting. It's about uh this, these brothers and and they, they like take care of birds, they're like vets. I d I don't know. It was that's kinda I I wasn't really into it. Um and then Fire of Love was really cool. Uh it's about two volcano experts and it has some of the most like incredible footage of lava flows and volcano eruptions and all this Did kind of stuff Did they go to Iceland? I don't, I don't know they were all over the world like okay. been, they they were they were literally doing this for like their entire lives like since college they were just doing it over and over like going to all these really cool places and it has some amazing amazing footage some of it looks like like old sci-fi movies cuz they're like in these like shiny protective suits that look like out of like a, like a 1960 right. sci-fi and they're like dancing around with like lava flow behind them shooting up. And it's Sounds real. Crazy. Like it looks really cool, but I didn't really love it. Um, I would say check it out, at least like skip through it and check out like the different scenes, like the and shots, shots and stuff. But cool. I mean, it's not very long. So if you wanted to put it on in the background, it would be a bit great background show, play with your phone and just kind of look up and appreciate the, the stuff. Their well, story is interesting too. Um, well, Cause you got to think about like, that's why
1: documentaries are part of this, right? It's like, yes, those shots would be amazing. Even I just like took a picture on like my phone or something like that, but people have to realize like when you go to do a documentary you have to set up the camera right just like you have to plan it all just like you would for a regular movie shot to get it to look just right yeah and so when they do that with those incredible scenes with i've got to imagine this crazy difficult lighting because of all of the lava. yeah with whatnot. old
2: cameras too and they yeah. did some crazy stuff like at one point they go out on an acid lake in a rubber fishing boat just to get some measurements and then it like burned through the line the like the, like, metal line that they had, and they lost the...
1: Oh, my gosh. They lost
2: the sample, and then the wind picked up, and they were just stuck on the lake for, like, three hours. And if they would have fallen in, it would, like, eat their skin. Say, like, geez. stuff like that. They got some interesting stories, and, wow. and it's about the love story between the, the couple that go around, so... It's interesting. It was good. No. Like, but I didn't I didn't love it, love it. But I'd say definitely check it out. Navalny was captivating. Navalny was just like a thriller that happened in real life, you know. So check out Navalny for sure. Navalny is crazy.
0: And <clears> like <throat> I only watched like a Johnny Harris clip of it. Um but it was it was amazing. I would recommend it to anyone.
2: Yeah. So put Navalny so, down.
0: Navalny is it. Okay, we finished all oh we have best cinematography to do on this line. Here, which is All Quiet on the Western Front by James Friend, Bardo False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths by Darius Kondi Kanji. Sorry, I apologize. Elvis by Mandy Walker, Temple of Light by Roger Deakins, Empire of Light, Empire of Light. <laughs> Whoa, wow, that was terrible. Um, Tar by Florian Hoffsminster. What do you guys think? I put down. All
1: Quiet on the Western Front. I haven't seen Empire of Light.
2: It's Roger Deakins, but too. But that's so it's the like, thing, right? Like, how do you vote, yeah, vote against votes. Roger
1: Deakins in cinematography? Yeah. So I, I didn't see it either. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, uh, and I don't think I looked up anything about this one as far as, like, what's going on. Like, All Quiet on the Western Front was beautifully shot. Cinematography is gorgeous. And, like, it's obviously Roger Deakins is amazing. He's in so many amazing movies. It doesn't mean you have, like, a guaranteed like, right. win, right? Like, yes, a lot of times people vote for it, but...
2: I also put All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, let's
1: do it, and then maybe Roger Deacons will humble us.
0: We committed. Okay, we're there. Let's do...
1: Let's start on this side. Let's best animated feature? Best animated feature. Feature.
2: This one is so hard for me too. So I've yet to see Puss in Boots or Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, and I want to vote Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Having not seen it, only knowing what it is, I just want it to win. It's like the little one that could, you know, kind of a <laughs> thing. But I haven't seen it, so I can't really take a, a big swing on it. I put Turning Red because that movie is pretty incredible, and the subject matter is really good, and it's entertaining, and I really liked it. But Casey.
0: Well, no, I want to hear, the, for, for once, I don't want you to be last. Let's have you have your So I have watched Turning Red. I believe the Sea Beast. That was a Netflix film, right? Yes. yes. And then Gilmer, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Ugh, I
2: hated that movie. People <laughs> loved it, though, I heard. I can, so the I Sea Beast, uh,
1: the animation was cool, and you can kind of tell what they were going for and stuff, but it, I struggled through it. it to me, about a half hour. To get into it, and then it picks up. And see, bit. I never. But to be fair, I watched it with a friend, um, and just like over Zoom, not like Zoom, like we just like we like talk on Instagram while we'll we like both right. watch the movie at the same time. And yeah, so we were talking and stuff during it. But I think even if we weren't talking, I would
2: have. Just my nieces couldn't get through it. That says something about it.
1: So like I understand, oh, and there's a lot of beautiful stuff. But whatever, you guys know I love Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. It would be probably my pick for the ones I've seen from this list it made it onto my top 10 of the year obviously everything that i hear the crowd favorite would be puss in boots the last wish really you dude the puss in boots the last wish has made it onto like top 100 lists like of all time it's like this weird Anomaly, where it's not just like, oh, like, because it's part of the like, whatever. It really is, people are just like, they go see this movie, and they're just like, oh, my gosh. I have friends on Letterboxd who, like, gave it five stars, and they went back and they saw it again, and they're like, confirmed, five stars. And I'm not saying, like, I would love it that much. Maybe I would. Who knows? I haven't seen it yet. But it's, like, strangely good. The question, here's the thing, though. I... This is one that I did look up the odds on and there is a clear favorite from what I saw like this was one website
2: like so I didn't look at a ton what do you think it is It's going to be Pinocchio isn't It's it? Pinocchio it, it is the most oscar baity like the animation I I give it that's the appeal yes. to me the animation is awesome stop motion mm-hmm. I am a sucker for stop motion every single time I didn't like the music the songs I didn't enjoy I didn't like like the story didn't keep me like like s- sucked in or whatever it was just it just none of it worked for me except for the the visuals of it all.
1: So here's the question. Do we do we try to get a point here or do we take a stand
2: <laughs> and go for Marcel?
1: And go for Marcel or Puss in Boots? Puss in <laughs> Boots! I know what what I- are you guys saying?
2: Puss
0: in Boots! I haven't even watched it, and I vote for that. I know. If any time is <laughs>
1: appropriate
2: thing. for you to bring up Shrek, <laughs> it's right now.
1: As much as I want to vote for Puss in Boots, I feel like at least one of us should have seen it before we actually do it. Because I can talk about hype all the time, but what if we go see I, it, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, man, we didn't like this, and we voted for it. So
2: I literally, for the past like three or four weeks, have been like checking the theater to see how crowded it is, thinking I'd go see it, and it's almost always sold out on cheap nights.
0: Yes, same I was about to go down to the theaters near our house Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll just go, you know Like, I'll convince my wife that I just need to leave for a little while And go see this by myself No, there were never seats available (laughs) Because, like, we have a new baby, right? So I want to be far enough away from folks I don't know Yeah, never, never, like There was maybe two seats But never, like, a three-seat section open I was like, joke This is a joke (laughs) So uh, I would vote honestly, like Puss in Boots would be great, and I would just want to highlight that really quickly because I hear the same thing. I'm going to go with Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio because it's a point. It's a yeah, point to point. us.
2: I feel like we get the point. Watch us like be wrong, and somehow it doesn't. I put Inside Out on, or uh, sorry, Turning Red, Turning red on my personal Oof. one. But, Don't
1: confuse those. But okay. I
2: want Marcel the Shell to win. I did too. Now I kind of want. I want Kyo to lose. <laughs> Even if I <laughs> any lose of the these watch like this sea beast wins, and we're just like
1: whatever. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the sea beast is
2: me.
1: Um, all right. Do you guys care if I like decide how we do these last nope, ones? Go ahead. Please. <laughs> Let's do screenplays. Is that cool? Yep. Let's do best original screenplay.
0: The Banshees of inishirin Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Tar. The Triangle of Sadness. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I have a
1: it's vote.
3: Dramatic.
0: I have a really good vote.
1: This is I have two that I can't decide between, so it's gonna kinda come down to you guys. So
2: here, Casey.
0: The Banshees of Inishirin, and here's why. I've watched so Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I feel like should be a strong contender, but the Banshees of Inishirin highlight something that is so huge and it's like it, it talks essentially it's talking about essentially the division of ireland which is kind of crazy like why don't you want to talk to me just don't anymore like what happened why don't we want to be friends but also the beauty of this whole entire the way they tell it the way that it is the way it's shot everything in that movie deserves, the dialogue's
2: really funny too yes
0: that's it right there the quips incredible. the quirks the whole thing plus brendan gleason his name. Yeah, Brendan yes. Brendan Gleeson. Amazing. And then you're sitting over here like the way he delivers lines. And then you also have um freaking Colin Farrell delivering lines and the side characters and all the the way that they deliver all these lines so beautiful, so well done. I vote The Banshees of Inishiran, even though it wasn't one of my I don't think it was even in my top films, was it? Uh I think, I think it, was. Was. Yeah. it was. It was, was it? it was it was close to the bottom, but I'm yes. Sorry. I have a hard time remembering. That's it. all right. <laughs> That's my vote. Josh, what's your vote?
1: My two that I voted for, okay, to be fair, it sounds kind of biased, but I feel like they're also the two frontrunners against the two I've seen, right? The Banshees of Sharon and Everything Everywhere All at Once. I just feel bad because Everything Everywhere All at Once is so original, and you know it was my number one movie of the year, and I want it to win because it really is such like a unique tale and the way they tell it and the way you had to write all those different universes and make them fit together is just crazy. But I vote
0: for Banshees, too.
1: Yes! Like I, I, like I told you, like I couldn't decide, but with like what what you said and whatnot, I was like, it is I
0: actually want to highlight that I put on this cardigan, and good luck towards the Banshees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also put Banshees of Indichirian on it. Woo-hoo-hoo!
1: Mark it down. While he marks it, Vince, do you want to read Adapted
2: Screenplay? Yep. All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. I had a hard time with this one cuz like none of them are as like obviously I, I don't know great like like i put top gun maverick but i kind of think of that story and i'm just like there's not a lot of like like you said great lines like delivery like it's kind of just a jet movie but but like it's an amazing movie so like i i i I gave it to it as best adapted screenplay but it's nothing like banshees of an where it's just like this allegory that represents something different and it's clever and blah 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 it's just like no it's a it's a jet movie but it's a good jet movie you know like so so top gun maverick the best (laughs)
0: lines of this film just really quickly are the lines between maverick and uh, the commanding officer guy, I just forgot his name.
2: Oh, Val Yeah, Val Kilmer. Uh, Iceman. Iceman. And they were just... Oh, I forgot One about was speaking, scene.
0: Scene so one was typing. That was the best dialogue of this whole mm-hmm. film. And so, I don't know. And also, Top Gun Maverick, even though I love it so much, almost is just the first movie on repeat with a more modern tone.
1: What is it adapted from? It's adapted, so if you make a sequel... It can be, be counted adapted? as an original screenplay because oh, they're just looking at the individual movie and it gets uh, adapted from its original. See, I don't think I have
2: content. a full understanding of adapted screenplay, so I think I had a hard time with this one.
1: I just know stuff like that from other podcasts I've listened to. Right. What did you give it to? Um, I've heard, and this one was a little tougher because I thought about these and I've seen a, a decent amount of them. The one that I saw that I feel like people were talking about and hoping that it wins an award because a lot of people were hoping it would get more recognition than it did from the Oscars was women talking and women talking. It was, it's a rare case of uh, she didn't mm. women talking is a really important story and I believe it's Frances McDormand Mm -hmm. is the lead and it's kind of weird that you have this movie that is nominated for best picture And it's nominated for adapted screenplay, but Frances McDormand isn't nominated for anything, which is like kind of weird, especially because of her prowess in recent years with well, with
0: Nomadland,
1: Nomadland, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. But you know, obviously, like not everyone's going to be like it, and it's not like like I haven't seen it, but I've heard that she still does an incredible job. But I've heard that what really does stand out is just this story that it tells. Would you guys like the okay. first
0: line really quickly of the plot of this from Wikipedia? It's kind of dark. Um,
1: maybe not for the internet, because I know yeah. like what it's about. Just
0: just but go just... ahead and read it. That's pretty intense. I haven't watched the show. It but a, like...
1: It's a very intense movie, obviously, about a lot of real issues, obviously a lot of them involving women and... And, and it's one that, that's why I know that it got like, mm-hmm. a lot of people wanted it to get more because there's a lot of social issues that go along
0: with it. And I don't know what it's adapted from. I,
2: a book. I, I think it's feel. a book, yeah.
0: It's a book for women talking. And I believe it's kind of based out of essentially, possibly, I don't want to get this wrong. Never mind. It's just adapted from a book that's stories about yeah.
1: women talking. And so I've heard a lot of people think that this one might win, but okay. it's also one that's up for it. So I don't have a...
2: I, I'd be fine with doing that. Well, Again, I mean, you I, guys,
1: I think you guys both did Top Gun Maverick, right? Did you too? Like, we can pick whatever. It doesn't have to be a pop but I, I'm down for
0: I honestly think, I honestly think from the perspective of, like, Top Gun Maverick was a fan favorite because it was, like, bringing back something, like, right, like, our parents loved that series, that show, and then they brought it to us, and we're like, yeah, Danger Zone, returning, But it it didn't, like, not to be rude, but it wasn't a a film with depth. And so if this women talking is a film with depth and has something, I feel like that's what they're going to lean into. They like a film with depth.
2: I buy that. Like I I said, uh, like I was saying, like... If we're going a, for points, film. <laughs> if we voted for Pinocchio. <laughs> I, Women Talking is the only one on Best Picture I haven't seen yet, and it's literally just because it's not easily available. Screaming. Yeah, oh. And it's not in the theaters anymore, so I just don't know where to see it yet, and I don't really want to pay 25 bucks oh. to see a movie by myself. By the way, the
0: music on this has <sighs> got to yes. be quite amazing because it's by her I don't know daughter. how to say this, but yeah, yeah, um, she's okay. great.
1: She's amazing. She does. She did. Um, Joker was it right? I believe.
0: Um, uh, well, I still have. Yes, she did well, Joker. She, oh, she did Tar this year as well. Yeah, she did Tar. Sicario. Oh, and the
1: music in Tar is fantastic. Arrival. Um, Sicario, the original Sicario. All right, she's done a lot. She's done a lot, and I remembered Joker from recent years. She's incredible. And I think, what has she done for television? Because I remember it. Like, we'll probably need to move on. I thought I remember Chernobyl. Oh, she did wow. music for Chernobyl. Yeah, she does As well. some really great stuff. I remember that I knew something else.
2: Um, yeah, put Women Talking down. Let's do Women Talking on there. I, I, I feel more comfortable with that than the Jet movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> women Talking. All right. We've got left. We have uh, Best Director, the four acting um, categories, and then Best Picture. I'm not missing any, right? Yeah. Uh, Those so. should be it. Okay, Best Director. And we'll go over these. And I have a favorite, but also to be noted, no women directors this year. Mm. Again, sadly. We'll pull Ouch. the Natalie Portman. Here are the all-male nominees. <laughs> Here, we can Because there were in. definitely some deserving ones. There were some amazing movies that were directed by women. I'm trying to remember. I know that there were a couple. I think the Woman Kings in the Conversation. Well, the Women King just completely being snubbed by the Oscars, and I and it's on. It's available on Netflix right now, so you can watch it. And I, I have heard it. That's amazing. But it's on my list, and it was just like completely shut out. Like uh, Viola Davis, right? She's yeah. she's the lead, and she she's does great. She in does it. incredible. She was so man. good in it. You watched it? Mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters. It's just great. just it's good. Nothing, no nominations of any kind. So, so there's just so many things that like kind of goes into it, but. We hope for the future for better, right? Best director, the Banshees of Inisharan, Martin McDonough. Everything, Ever, All at Once, the Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. Tar, Todd Field, Triangle Sat of Sadness, Ruben Ostlund.
2: I gave it to the Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. I really, really really liked that movie and if I know he's won Oscars in the past but like I feel like this is the one like if he's gonna win any Oscar I feel like this is the one for it's the me. one this is the one that he deserves it for this is his story of his life and he's his trauma his parents divorce and how that affect him how movies how that affected him how movies kind of formed his life from childhood it's really really well directed it's really well acted like like this one, I feel like he really deserves it for it, and I would like for it to win something. I don't think it'll win anything else. True. Um, it's not really nominated for very many other things, but I don't know. Steven Spielberg, I think, really deserves it. Um, if I was going to go for any other one, I'd probably say Everything Everywhere all at once because that's just a feat in itself and, again, beautifully directed and shot and everything. But I really hope for a a, a Fableman's win on that one. I'd like to see Steven Phil- Spielberg something from from this trauma that he experienced
1: <laughs> i put just, the daniels from just to transition i put the daniels from everything everywhere all at once just obviously a movie like this you uh, i'm sure you read the screenplay and it sounds really good but you kind of have to figure like like that screenplay it sounds amazing but it's like okay how do we make sure that we film this so that yes obviously editing was heavily involved which is why i thought it should win editing but making sure that you direct this in a way that it will come across. It's right. a hard movie to right. <laughs> it, like, cause
2: there's so much going on, mm-hmm. right.
1: And you have to do it. And every single like scene that they had to film and everything, I just thought was incredible. So my vote is for the, and Daniels. they pulled
2: some pretty incredible acting out of all of their, their actors. Like, like how many of, how many are nominated there's from that movie? Four, right. At least Michelle,
1: Steven Sue, yeah. Jamie oh, yeah, Lee Curtis, Jamie and take one. Yep. Four, and the Surprise. only other movie that had that was Banshees, right? Banshees yeah. of Inishar Sharon also four.
0: Banshees. oh, I'm actually going to go with Banshees as well on this one.
2: Oh, wait, what? I think you're the ba- no best one.
0: director, the Banshees director.
1: Oh, is he there?
2: Oh, yeah,
0: Martin yeah, McDonagh. number thing. one. Well, but neither I, of us voted for
3: it. Yeah, that. Not, so we're all so we're all split. I said as well because I was
0: talking about Banshees, sorry. You're talking about that it will be your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best director, um I I'm going to go with Banshees because like that's a film for Ireland from Ireland. It's I think it's a film for Ireland and the world from Ireland based around the fact that they did so much doing that and being the director of something that's just so public and open about like here's what here's the issue with our country. Um, and pulling pulling Colin Farrell and, you know, Brendan Gleeson together, they've done another movie that was really well accepted called Bruges, um, which was good as well. But I think that this one definitely takes the cake for me. So, but I will yield.
2: To what? The floor. <laughs> so how are we going to do this? Okay. <laughs> to everything, everywhere, all at okay, once. There you go. Uh, okay. That splits it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Well, and I, okay I feel
1: bad because I haven't seen The Fablemans yet. I it's also I on the list. And I know, obviously, I know Steven Spielberg, and it's all about that. And so I feel like my opinion isn't as educated as it could be if I had seen it. And so someone who has seen almost all the movies, everything but Women Talking, you said right
2: of the best pictures
1: yeah. of the best picture, right? Um, I'm I'm honestly
2: okay with the 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 Daniels. Winning well, I feel bad because like I, I
1: pick everything everywhere people for so much.
3: <laughs> well, and gosh, I feel like there's not much left with the Fablemans.
1: <laughs> Should we do it? All right, give it to Fablewins. The Steven Steven wins. wins. Everything Everywhere All at Once. We'll have more later.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. I feel <laughs>
1: real bad
2: when that one doesn't win.
0: <laughs> Let's do Best Supporting
1: Actress Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So good. Hong Chao, The Whale. And I you like guys her remember a lot. Hong Chao? Yeah. From she,
2: the menu. Yep, from the menu. And she kills it in The Whale, too. She does really, really good in The Whale.
1: Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inna Sharon. And to really bring everything back around, she is in Better Call Saul. She yeah. is one of the actresses, they have a few over the years, who plays Mike's uh, daughter-in-law, the mother to mm-hmm. Kaylee, his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So she's on that as well. Huh. Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything Everywhere and Stephanie
0: Hsu from Everything Everywhere. So I just want to call it really quickly that all of these that I've seen so far, right? Like I, The only one I haven't seen is The Whale on this list of, of films that people have been done. Each of these actresses, actors, whatever you want to call them, have done so phenomenally. I like love these roles. I J- love. Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm not trying to rag on anything, but going from the final Halloween film that we just recently watched <laughs> last year to this, she really upped her game. I'm sorry to say it like in any other way besides she downed
1: her sh- game, right? Because this came out first. Oh well, everything everywhere was filmed. I think didn't they wrap filming like as the pandemic hit? I'm pretty oh, sure. A, yeah. So it's I don't like, know. It just took a while to but, do all that editing and get it to us. But, but yeah. But like, or stepped up sorry, her game that or was down her game, whatever technicals. it is.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis, amazing. Stephanie Shu, great work. But Angela Bassett, in my opinion, Black just Panther, just, yeah. Wakanda Forever. She was queen! And that was
2: amazing. stole every scene. So powerful.
1: I mean, think about... She's in... Minor spoilers, I guess, for Black Panther. She's only in a little over half the movie. Mm -hmm. And she receives a Best Actress nomination because she deserves that. My realistic vote is for Angela Bassett. Like, I think that she's the one who a lot of people will think deserves to win. And I think that she also deserves it. You know, I'm biased and I would love, I don't
2: think it's going to happen, but Stephanie Stephanie Sue is my,
1: like, I would love to happen. I know it's not going to happen.
2: She's the other one on this list that, that I thought the same thing. Like the two people that every time they're on screen stole the show was Stephanie Sue and Angela Bassett. I did love Carrie Condon
1: so much and I feel bad that I'm not putting her up there because she was really, really, really good. A lot of people are talking and it would be like, it wouldn't be bad. It's good, but a lot of people are talking about Jamie Lee Curtis possibly winning as a like lifetime achievement sort of award.
2: I am the only person in the world who who when, gets that vote. <laughs> I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her. I forgot about her in this movie. She never really stood out to me. Like really? every everyone around her was stealing the show for me. She was funny with her hot dog fingers, but like. I even my sister was just like Jamie Lee Curtis was incredible in that and I was like was she I I have to think about it as someone who here's the thing
1: if you've seen anything about the podcast (laughs) you know Vince is the Jamie Lee Curtis simp okay (laughs) it's it's, it's
2: true (laughs) I love her to death but for some reason she did not that much for me in this I was honestly surprised to see her name on the nomination list like and maybe I, it'll I, it's be. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but. And maybe it'll be that it'll be like a nomination
1: as like a lifetime nomination. Like you got nominated this year or something like that. I definitely feel that Angela Bassett or Stephanie Xu or even even if Kerry Connor won, I'd be happy as well. And Hong Chau, Hong Chau, like I said, was great in that movie. Like, I think we go with Angela Bassett. If, if you guys are cool with that. Oh, yeah,
2: 100%. But, I put Stephanie Sue on my personal one just because I would love to my see her win. as well. I would love to see her win, but Whoa, well, let's Angela do that Bas- then.
1: No. no, no, no. Do Angela Bassett. I, we voted
2: for Pinocchio, okay?
3: okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but here's
1: the thing. I, I also will love to see Angela Bassett win if she
0: wins.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Right? Like,
3: This is a hard one. This, like, is, this is one, one where, of the hardest
1: categories. Yeah, this wasn't like animated feature where we were like, Pinocchio, yeah, ugh. No. Like all of these, any of these win, will be like, yeah like mm. happy right mm-hmm. we
2: like, will be and it's a comic book movie so I'm a little bit uh, leaning towards that <laughs> alright are there any is is the other Black Panther the only other Os- uh, Marvel movie that's won an Oscar I believe so yeah so yeah that's one get that one, one. Um, get that one. Um, Eternals won uh,
1: something didn't it no yeah uh, like visual effects stuff I know that oh they've won other Marvel stuff. movies have won visual okay, effects
2: okay. So, I don't think Eternals won anything. Really? Eternals? I
0: think it did win. It was nominated for something, Okay. Maybe.
1: While Casey looks that up, okay. I'm going to read off the... Gold of
0: Swords. So, no, they didn't. Got him. I was wrong. I was wrong. Best Supporting Actor.
1: Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inisherin. Sharon. Brian Tyree. Well, why did I say it like it was French? Sorry. <laughs> I mean... It, it, the film must take place in New Orleans. So I kind of can't New it. Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway. Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Barry, uh, is it Keegan or is he Keegan? Him? Keegan, right? The Banshees of Anna Sharon. And Keihe Kwan. Keihe Kwan, you say,
2: right? Sure. I've heard his name so much. <laughs> <over> <laughs> I should know. <laughs> I, I'm Kwan. pretty sure it's Keihe Kwan. Everything, Ever, All at Once. Easy one for me. Give it a short round. Uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Give it to what? You said give it to Short Round. Give it to Kiwi Kiwi. Oh, okay, okay. He was incredible in that movie. He was so good. Kay. So good. Mark
1: Kiwi okay? Okay. That's who's going to win. He's been amazing. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him this award season. He's won a million freaking awards for Best Supporting Actor, and every single time he goes up on stage, and it's like a little kid that you just gave a the, the world's largest freaking lollipop, too. It's insane. He's, like, so happy and gleeful, and just everyone loves him. I love him. He, his <laughs> performance and everything every Wallace at once is amazing. The story's amazing as well, just his comeback and everything like that. To be at all of these award shows with Steven Spielberg also being there from getting him a start and all that stuff, it's just incredible stories all around, and his performance is insane. We have to talk about... So I feel bad. I haven't seen uh, The Fableman's so you can talk about uh, Judd Hirsch. I don't know. I, place. again,
2: surprised that that's on there. Surprised he's on there. He's
1: not even in it that much. He
2: and then. He, like, shows up for, like, maybe 15 minutes or something and then it has gone again. It's weird that he's nominated.
1: And then we can talk about uh, the Banshees actors as well here really quick. But I did see Causeway. So Causeway is on Apple TV Plus And it yeah, has. Good. You saw it as well? I watched it. So I, I watched it um, because my. Buddy who i watch movies with suggested it and he was like i think it's oscar nominated i was like i didn't hear about it and he's like oh yeah um brian terry henry got nominated for best supporting actor and so i was like okay yeah for sure and we watched it and the movie is really really good i like the movies and i think in my like revised because i keep updating my list on Letterbox for like top 10 movies of the year i think it's on there it gets up to like number nine or something like that like in my revised list, I actually ended up really, really enjoying it, and I did really understand why he got nominated. Oh, yeah. He just delivers this. It's just, he's such, both of them are such interesting characters, right? The character Jennifer Lawrence plays, and then him, and their relationship and how they go about talking about loss and trauma, even though they're like two completely different types of trauma and all these things that are happening, and so much is just left unsaid, but you can just feel... So much emotion from him. It's incredible. And obviously Jennifer Lawrence is an amazing actress, and she's amazing to play off him, and she's had better roles, right? Silver Linings Playbook and stuff like that where she's done better. She does do a really good job in this, but I also obviously understand why she wasn't nominated for Best Actress. Brian Tyree, if if you don't have any other reason to watch this movie, yeah, watch, watch for it for his performance. It's amazing. And so I still say Kihi Kwan, but... Gotta shout him uh, out. And I don't even know if I can say he's like my second favorite, because now I really want to talk
0: about Barry Keegan and
3: Brandon oh, Gleeson. We,
0: we really gotta talk about Barry Keegan in, in Banshees of here. Oh, oh my gosh. What a what a champion of actors. Like knowing Okay, this is the same guy who was the most boring performance of my life in Eternals. Are you kidding me?
2: Back. He was the best part of that movie.
0: Possible. Well, and I just hated Eternal. I didn't good. Really like his either. Skills but he's were my good. Favorite, but he just was different. I didn't love him that much. I wasn't okay. that excited. However, in this film, he hits. I'll let you tell the rest of your feelings. But he, for me, he just—it's like it's like when you make the perfect egg sandwich, and you bite into it. That right. was very, and it's not like
1: too eggy. It's, not, it's just the right. Get <laughs> it's it the whole thing. Okay, super mild spoilers for Banshees of Inishara, and super mild. Skip like I don't know, like forty-five seconds or something. I well, there goes that dream.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I
1: just like after he said that, I just kind of like. Oh, my heart! What? Yeah, yeah. Why am I feeling these things? Like, and then afterwards, when you find out like what happens and stuff like that, just this last ditch and and speaking with Carrie Condon. I don't remember her uh her character's name. Just on that lake, just in this beautiful scenery and stuff like that, and you just see his face. And later on, obviously, when you realize what's going on and the emotions and everything, not to mention the hilarious part that he brings into this film that's so funny, but then also so saddening when you realize also what's going on with his home life and everything with his dad, the police officer and all that stuff. He's just incredible. And it's hilarious. His performance is hilarious as well as heart wrenching Mm -hmm. in the same film. He's so good.
0: There's so much depth to his character and it, it actually like plays into like maybe a stereotype about people who we perceive as different or having like you know, limitations mentally, his, his ability to show us the depths of a character that it's not just like a one way or another, that this person who is suffering can bring joy, can bring like good moments into it, but can also engage you in deep conversations and also put forward like an effort to, to find a way to better their life. And it's just, Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. There goes that dream, but it's, it's it's wild such a good actor and then I apologize for
1: my Irish accent by the way like I, I half tried because I was like I gotta at least like try to do it justice and then I was like this is so good bad. luck with that accent <laughs> well <laughs> and Brendan Gleason's character yes. stepping over to that did you have anything you wanted to say about Barry Keegan before we
2: no he's incredible like uh he really does embody that that person like the way he speaks his inflection point you know just like like he is completely different than what he does in internals or what he does in uh he does joker you know at the end of the batman and i think he's in a christopher nolan movie you know and this one is just like yeah, he's in like if i would have seen him in banshees first i would have believed like that's more of his real personality or his real like life like real life person kind of a thing because he just sells it that well so i don't know he does he does incredible but I'm still a Kiwi clone guy. (laughs) And then Brendan Gleeson. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. You're good. No, Brendan Gleeson, he puts
0: on what I would probably define as maybe, from my perspective, I haven't seen all of his works, but many of them, the performance of his career. And here's why I feel that way. He suddenly just, he gives you that feeling that he still cares but he also is distancing himself from you the way that he commits to the character. And he doesn't really cut off his finger. Sorry, spoilers, (laughs) but like him, him doing that and him like wandering around as if it's just nothing. It's whatever, you know, like I've committed to this decision and he, you feel, you feel the disgust and the angst and like his just desire. I want to, I want to make music. I want to write poetry. I want to do these things before I die. You know, I want to be remembered and like, it was just beautiful and just his whole persona as an actor and yeah he was so good the the perfect person to play off with Colin
1: Farrell those two obviously are the two main characters and obviously he's a supporting actor for the nominations and whatnot but those two acting off each other for uh, for the most important scenes of this movie was really just and all four Uh, actors that got nominated for their roles in banshees i believe deserved it but those two just leading the way and headlining it were just they were so incredible it it, it just made the movie so heartfelt but also like we've talked about also hilarious so funny like getting me to laugh so let's step over to
2: best what are we doing Oh, we got to talk do about Kehi Kwan? Do we, no, did we decide who is, we're yeah. doing yeah. Kehi Kwan? Oh, we didn't. Oh, oh, right. okay. I told I him to mark okay. yeah, okay, 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 okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, mark Kehi Kwan, Kwan like, and then I'll also talk about why I love all <laughs> so this. So gotcha. our best
0: supporting actor was Kehi Kwan. Okay. And Great. then Great. let's jump back over to best actress, or do you want to do best actor? Which do you want to do first?
1: Let's talk about Best actor. All, All right. Best
0: actresses. Best. For
1: the final. Actor. Because we kind of already started talking about Colin Farrell. We did. We did.
0: Best actor. Austin Butler and Elvis. Colin Farrell. Banshees of Inish- Inishiran. Brendan Fraser. The Well. Paul Mescal. After Sun, And
2: Bill Nye. Living. For me. this I, I just. I want Brendan Fraser to take this. I want it for so many reasons. Number one. He deserves it. Number two. He's a freaking legacy actor who ha- played a big role in my childhood with The Mummy, with uh, George of the Jungle. It's like George of the Jungle. Friggin' Encino Man. Like, Yeah, he's Encino Man. Yeah, now. he is Encino well, Man. I had to, <laughs> yeah, that's him. But anyway, <laughs> just, I love Brendan Fraser. I love him. And there's some drama that went behind the scenes. He's kind of had a hard time, like, over the years. This is his comeback story. He came back. He hasn't been in anything in so long. He did a couple of DC projects, you know, here on the side. And then he just comes back strong with a freaking Oscar nomination. And he killed it in this movie. There is one scene that brought just tears to my eyes. Like, this whole movie is a little manipulative. Like, it is a depressing movie. But that one scene, it's in the trailer, where he turns to the camera, and he just says, like, with tears in his eyes and just the most powerful thing, just like, I have to see... That I've done one thing good with my life. I don't remember the exact line, but it just, it's powerful and it hits you hard. And I love this guy so much. And I would love, love, love to see him finish up this comeback story with this Oscar win. Just blow everybody away. So I'm, I am 100% in on it on Brendan Fraser.
0: So I haven't seen the movie, but I also agree with you because of the comeback story, but also all of the reviews I watched of Brendan Fraser's performance in The Whale. People say he deserves it because he's been here for so long and hasn't had the recognition that he deserves. But the work he did to make this film what it was sounds incredible, like the way he delivered the role, everything like that. Like I said, I haven't watched the film, but everything I've seen, he deserves it. However, the less objective part of me just wants Colin Farrell to win.
2: He also... Deserves an Oscar at some point in his life. He like, does. Like, when's he gonna get his Oscar? St- his Oscar. Well, can I can I hear tell a quick story? Like, do you guys Please. remember
3: the
0: first Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Like, I, I know. I try like, to forget. I remember. It, I watched. It. I know that That's song all. is a blip in a lot of people's memory, but he leads out this such a strong role, and God. he like. Puts on the performance of his lifetime. I hate that you brought this movie up. Just just hold on here for a second. We're talking about the best movies, Casey. But hold on here. But then they just like, I'm talking about Colin Farrell's performance. He leads out this so effectively and strongly. And then they're like, woohoo, Johnny Depp. And I was like,
2: ah! Exactly. That's why I hate that you brought this up. Like they replaced the perfect character or actor for this character with a worse version of the worst worst actor for the role. hundred. I have no problem with Johnny Depp, but like they had the perfect guy in Colin Farrell. Yes, so stupid.
0: Yeah, so that's why I'm like the the less like person looking at this. Colin Farrell been here for a long time, done such good work. His 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 acting in this film,
2: it really just it shows you. And look at skill and the resilience and the beauty of him. And look at his story too, kind of going from like this kind of pretty boy actor, you know, no one really. Take some serious to doing like all these real role, like real serious roles. Now getting Oscar nominations, doing some great stuff. He's really cool. I wouldn't mind if he won it, but that's not my vote. I've already said a
1: little bit about Colin Farrell, and you guys know I love him. Um, There are some people talking about Austin Butler uh, in Elvis. I haven't seen it, and I've told you I don't really have a desire to see it, not because I think it's bad. Just,
0: I just want to say I've already forgotten the whole movie. Just, just really calling
2: that out.
1: And and so you know how they are with people who portray other actors. There's a lot of a lot of time Oscar buzz for how you do
2: kind like really embody Elvis. Like obviously, like um, but he
1: uh, who is it that won best actress last year for playing Judy Garland? Renee Zellweger. Like you know the Oscars loves that type of thing. So there's a lot of stuff around that. But from what I've heard, Brendan Fraser is the front runner, and you can mark it. Market, and now I have a quick moment to talk about After Sun. Really, and Paul Mescal? Yes. Did you see After Sun? No, I don't know anything about it. After Sun, I haven't. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this with people. I've talked about this with a lot of people, well, but you didn't I bring it to the podcast. I haven't talked about it on the podcast. Okay. I didn't watch it until after. And keep in mind, this is like personal, right? If you go onto my letterbox right now and you look up my top 10 movies of 2022, After Sun is two. Wow. My number two movie of the year. It was one, I watched it the first night. It left me feeling so melancholy and thinking about so, so, so much. And then afterwards, the next morning, and I thought about it more, I put it up to five stars. I only rated two movies five stars last year Everything, Everywhere, and After Sun. And this is the only nomination for this movie. And I understand why. It's an A24 movie, right? And that's not that means you can't get nominations. Everything Everywhere is the most nominated film, right? I just, like, I know Brandon Fraser's most likely going to win. And I actually really like that. I just, like, I wish that for After Sun, Paul Mescal would win. It's just incredibly, I won't go too far into it because that's a whole other discussion. I could literally have a whole podcast just talking about After Sun. It's a whole. The whole movie is him and his daughter, who he doesn't see very much because um, him and his ex-wife are divorced, and they share custody. But he doesn't live in Scotland anymore, where he's from, where they're from. They're on a vacation in Turkey, and it's just them on this vacation. And basically, so much of the movie is just him being with his daughter, and. I can't really say much without going into spoilers. So it's basically just him with his daughter. And basically the movie is a lot really ambiguous on a lot of things purposefully for a lot of the storytelling points that it's trying to make. But there's basically just so much more going on with this man in his life and whatnot. And you just he just delivers such an incredible performance. It's so, so deserving of the nomination. And even though he won't win for After Son, that's just like my – That's like even far, I think maybe even more than Stephanie Sue winning supporting actress. I would like if Paul Mescal won best actor, I would like jump out of my seat and cheer so loud because I loved his performance and it was incredible. But just so that maybe this movie would get more sets of eyes like I believe it deserves. Like if you have, I don't know where it is right now because when I watched it, I just had heard really good things about it. And so I ended up renting it for like I think it was like ten dollars to rent at the time but I did it because I thought it was gonna be good and I was just like worth the money worth the cool. money it was one that I'd been thinking about like one of those that left me thinking and I like I said I talked about it and the ideas that go along with it with people for
2: a while after I'll try to get that one before uh Sunday then
0: do it so we're going with Brendan Frazier for Best actor yes let's toss it back to best actress. We got Kate Blanchett, Tar, Ana De Armas, Blonde, Andrea Riseboro to Leslie, Michelle William, the Fable Mans, and Michelle Yo, everything,
2: everywhere, all at once. Vince, what's your vote? I mean, can you bet, can you bet against Kate Blanchett? If anyone's and gonna you? if anyone's gonna win, it's gonna be Michelle Yeoh. And those um, two are definitely the, yeah, I would love, love, love it to be Michelle. Yo, I would prefer it to be Michelle. Yo, Kate Blanchett is in tar is just like a force to be reckoned with. That's
1: why tar is what it is, where it is. It's
2: because of her. Like,
1: it's not that because I'm, it's nominated for screenplay and for these other things as well. It's not that it's not good in those other categories because it is. But the reason this movie is where it is is because of Kate Blanchett, a hundred percent, and she's definitely. I remember. I don't. I think maybe one was ahead of the other as far as odds and whatnot. Blah blah blah. They're those are the top two, Michelle Yeoh, and that's my obvious preference. I haven't seen
2: Tar. I know that you said that you watched it or part of it. I don't remember. I'm getting and through then, it. I haven't finished it yet. But I'm, <laughs> I'm about halfway through it right now, and like like she literally has just like monologues that just go just and go. And go, and she just is killing it the entire time through these one take shots, where I'm just like, you know, you know those movies where they do a one shot, and you and you kind of forget, but it's like usually action scenes, and you're like, that's really impressive. She does freaking one shots in this movie that just are her just monologuing and like moving around the scene to different places in the in the thing, and it's just like she is still just like going and just like killing this. So she's just like I said, it is just. From what I've seen so far I'm going to finish it tonight After you guys leave I just I just don't know If I can bet against her Like I really don't She's so good in it Like I don't know I got one word for you raccoonie. <laughs> like that's
0: why I think That Michelle Yeoh Needs to win It's just being able To say that word Just because you can say The word
2: raccoonie. Or do you think That the raccoon should win uh,
3: raccoon
1: <laughs> Do we do Oh it. Can we do what we did last year What was that Hedge our bets For half a point
2: Oh, do a half half. Oh yeah, we yeah, that, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, we well, can I honestly our to get like half a point. Yeah, yeah. cuz
1: I I feel bad like I don't want to leave either one of them. I so, want to do So so
2: you bet you so you put both down and if we get if we either, win it, then you only either get, either half get, it, you get half, it, a half point, instead yeah. of a point. Yeah. I forgot about that that little caveat that we had. It probably could have helped in a couple of these. But we're
0: pretty far
1: We're far
2: committed, but we are the last I kind of agree
0: with you though. Like yo, like
2: there, I would love yeah.
0: There was an article actually written there. like she did an interview where she was like, People were literally telling me to retire before this film. And now she's one of the most wanted actresses in Hollywood.
2: And she's yeah, she's another one of those like legacy actress actors yeah. that just like played a big role in every kung fu movie that I've seen, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh just she's she's amazing in all of these things. And at her age, she's still doing like all this amazing kung fu. And yeah, every time she shows up. Every time, she's, like, the best part.
1: Well, I mean, and she has... uh, So much of this movie is amazing, right? We've talked about it. But there's the reason that she is the leading actress and she's the face of this movie. Her performance and everything, everywhere, all at once is just so incredible. And this... Because there's so many different aspects that you have to think about behind this character, right? Someone who is in the... Asian American community who has a close connection to someone like her father, right? Gong gong or Alpha Gong Gong and stuff like that. And then also to the daughter who's so strongly American and into the new and liberal and homosexual all these things that are just so new and they're they're the new world it's so much new world versus old world stuff and her being caught in the middle of that while also being caught in the middle of all this multiverse madness and stuff like that and she has to learn so much and she does so much and she does all this incredible kung fu as well and just there's just so much that goes into this movie and i love all the performances in it but she truly does carry the film the story of this film is i think Possibly one of the best things about it and everything, but Michelle Yo really does just give just an incredible performance that's worthy. Like, we don't have to debate this. They're both worthy of it. Like, either way it goes,
2: it's going to be so – either way, if, even if someone else wins, it's going to be deserved. I'd right? be honestly happier if Michelle Yo won it because keep Blanchett, like – she probably doesn't have any room on her shelf anymore at this <laughs> point, right? Like, give it, give it to someone else. You know, vote for the underdog a little bit. I could see you going either way, which is why we've hedged our bets. Hedge
0: hedged it. our bets. Hedge it. I, but I'm leaning more heavily into Michelle Yeoh. I just want to note that. All right, here we are to the final category for the pause, Ryan play, Oscars 2023, 95th Academy Awards ballot. For Best Picture, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, a Netflix film, Avatar, The Way of Water, a Disney film, The Banshees of Inisherin*, Searchlight, Elvis, Warner Bros, Everything Everywhere All at Once, an A24 film, The Fablemans, Universal, Tar, Focus Features, Top Gun, Maverick, Paramount, another parentheses Tom Cruise, <laughs> Triangle of Sadness, Neon,
2: and Women Talking, Orion Pictures. Do you think Top Maverick could win this? No. No. Nobody does? He saved the movie industry, guys. This movie was the top grossing movie for how long? Do you think Maverick could win? I don't think it will win, though. It deserves an award. The blockbuster, best blockbuster best award? Best blockbuster of the year. I don't even know if it deserves that over this list. The this
0: list. savior of the film industry, whatever you want to call it. <laughs>
2: But it does not deserve best picture. It's not on my it's not my best picture either. All right. right. right, no events
0: is.
2: (laughs) Okay.
1: So I have two. All right, what is it? My pick and the pick I think that'll win. Obviously you guys know what my pick is. Everything everywhere at once. Exactly. Your what'll win?
2: What do you think would win then? Avatar: the Way of Water. He's gonna go Avatar: Wits. He's
1: go Avatar: <laughs> Way of Water. The Banshees of Inishara will
2: take it? Think
1: about what's won the past few years, right? It, it just leans so heavy into those story, character-driven, allegorical type movies, which isn't always bad. Like obviously, we love Parasite and all things like that, and Coda one last year when a lot of people thought it wouldn't, but it's because it was so heavily influenced by events and stuff like that and characters, right? Everything Every at once is the one that a lot of people want to win. It's a popular pick, which a lot of times isn't Hollywood and the Academy's mm-hmm. pick, right? But it's gotten so much buzz and still critical acclaim that I believe it's still... I'm saying that I think Banshees of Sharon will win even though... Everything everywhere all at once, I believe, is it's close, but it's the odds favorite to win. And you know I love everything everywhere all at once. But just seeing what's won in recent years, I think my biggest one that kind of like pushed it over the edge for me, Coda was one that people weren't expecting, but it was like, oh, okay. When Green Book won. Mm. And everyone was like, really? Uh Are we serious right now? Like, it was good, but really, Green Book... And here's the thing. I like Banshees of Incheren as a winner a lot more than Green Book as a winner. But just as far as like the type of stories that end up winning Best Picture, I lean more I towards Banshees of Incheren. I,
3: I
2: see what you're saying. But if you strip away all the kung fu and all the crazy multiversal stuff, like this is a pretty Oscar-y, Oscar-y movie. Everything it, everywhere is. It's a story about, um, like you're saying, you know, a mother, a daughter, uh, generational issues, freaking cultural issues. You know, all that kind of stuff is baked in there with a little sprinkle of blockbuster kung fu and crazy multiversal blah, blah, blah. So it's all there. It's got the popular vote. It's a great movie. I I put everything everywhere all at once for mine.
1: Here's why I get scared about everything everywhere all at once, right? Film releases in January, obviously not like when you do it. Old, it's it's had time, and the time has garnered it. Success and accolades, and it's won so much this awards season what I hate about Hollywood and a lot and the Academy and stuff like that, right. Is eventually it gets to a place and I see this on like Twitter. I like, I'm in a lot of like film Twitter kind of like, not like just like the people I follow, it kind of just ends up seeing what I'm on. It's timeline. Right. For like the film snobs. And I'll say that I'm like a film snob to an extent, but film snobs on Twitter and the people who end up voting on these movies are film snobs. Right. It's not cool to like everything everywhere all at once anymore. Mm. It's gotten popular and all of this stuff, and it's been out for so long, and it's not like the pick, right? It's like, oh, okay, yes, everyone hipsters. loves it. okay, But it's not cool to do that anymore. That's why I worry for it is okay. what I'm saying. It's, I'm not saying that that's deserved. No, that's, a good, that's a good argument, yeah. I'm just saying I've looked at, like, what's been winning past years and stuff like that. The amount of time it's been out, and just how the people who are going to be the ones who ultimately vote, which is everyone, right? So best picture, it's obviously like the people who vote on these things, the people who work in those studios, are in those specific categories, who have worked in those in the past, and then best picture is all of the people who worked in all of those categories end up voting on it. I'm hoping that the love for it and everything just carries it through, and that everything everywhere wins. I'm scared, though.
0: Have faith, <laughs>
3: young <have I>, one. <laughs> have faith. I,
0: I think that everything everywhere ever all at once will win because I'm on the same page as Vince's with what the stripped down story is of it, and it's it's high time, and I think that it's coming to kind of more of a head that like Asian American stories are being told. I think like looking at it very similar to Coda, right? Children of deaf, child of deaf adults, right, is what that story is about. It's. The same it's a similar type of story it's the vein of like the changes how do we deal with the expectations like i i use this as an example like i know a lot of like asian american kids whose parents are like this is what you will be this is who you should be these are the groups you should be a part of and we can see that told also in turning red kind of like with the expectations of the parent but if we step back and we look at everything everywhere all at once it makes it Digestible for the everyday American palate,
2: kind of a broader audience.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the word right there—a broader audience. So, I think *Everywhere at at Once* has the flair, the story, and the depth to win it. And the the folks with the act. No, and that's
3: (laughs) you know I'll love (laughs)
1: to market. But this is just one. I'm not going to like put an asterisk and be like, see me Sunday, because I think that my, a different one is going to win. It's going to be more like a please, my only, please. And then if Banshees wins, I'll just be like, it won, but defense, I'm not happy about it.
2: My only defense to the stuff that you brought up was, uh, oh, crap, I just lost my train of thought.
3: <laughs> it's all
2: good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Shoot. Oh, crap. Oh, 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 yeah, sorry. My only defense is like, look at the last couple of movies, the surprise winners. Coda, no one expected it um and it's not kind of your typical oscar movie uh and then the one before that was like parasite right that's not your typical oscar movie and that kind of blew everyone's mind so maybe 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 the academy's evolving and opening their minds a little broadening their minds a little bit and maybe maybe at this point we can get a fun kung fu action movie as a winner instead of the the funny deep introspective allegory I don't know maybe the the dark humor of banshees
1: watch we do all of this and they're like uh, avatar um, <laughs> okay let's pick a real one
0: women Sorry. talking let's do women talking or I the th- fable men's
1: the fable men's I think like has like a weird like
2: I don't think it'll
1: be like, people talking about it um tar is still there because it has like the screenplay nom like usually if you have something like that it's like you need to have it's not saying that you have to have these things for a a feature to win right but it's got the directing nom it's got the screenplay nom it has an acting nom
2: it's, it's got
1: it's got the pieces right and it's definitely Oscary. yeah
0: oscar definitely but and then
1: triangle of sadness is an interesting one i haven't watched it yet but i like know the story and i understand why it's nominated for best picture
2: but it's, it's not it's gonna fine. win I don't really want to go into it. But it, was, it, was, it just I just
1: can't. It's <laughs> the Way of Water got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I don't okay. It.
0: I would love to have a conversation that's like my with question. you about this. What, what is why? going on? Why was it nominated? What? Are you asking it me? It took a <laughs> decade to create this film. James Cameron sweating, <laughs> <laughs> cried, built this universe. <laughs> I've already, I've pictured the reel. It, the reel's
1: made, Vince. I made it. You just put Casey's head on top of mine, and he does all that, and
0: I look at the camera. (laughs) But, like, no, for real, though. Like, I, I get why Avatar's there, but it doesn't deserve to be the one that wins. I vote we go with everything, everywhere, all at once. I thought you were about to say Avatar.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Markets. I vote we go
1: with puss right, in boots. Pause, wide play, podcast. There it is. Votes everything, everywhere, all at once to be the Oscar winner of the 2023 awesome Oscars, figures. which is for the 2022 movies, the 95th annual awards.
0: Best picture. Boom. Got it. Thanks for joining us. Shaking hands. Shaking hands. Have a good night. Have a good night. <laughs> and that's it for this week on the Pause Where I Play and Podcast. We'll do a follow-up episode to see kind of how everything went. Vince, thanks for hosting in our, as always.
2: Oh, yeah. You're always welcome to my
0: basement. <laughs> that's what a serial killer would say. <laughs> Josh, thanks for hanging. You're so welcome. I'm Another loving shaking hands <laughs> today. But anyhow, we'll catch you next time on the Pause Where I Play Podcast.